I kind of wanted to address the comments from Aldo Nice and Raj Smooth from this past week's episode when it came to athletics and NAIA athletes and JUCO athletes. But them boys just ignorant and naive. So I'm just going to leave that there. You know, those who know, know what's up. Those who know, know what's up. Nothing about that is some peanut butter and jelly ass shit. And if you really would do your research, Juco, shit, shit. I'm just going to leave it, leave it at that. And with all this, this just brings me to my next point. What I'm really about to preach to y'all about y'all is professionalism, bro. And, and like, I just hate dealing with our people. You see what I'm saying? And it's always some bullshit. You got plumbers you trying to deal with. You calling them. And it's like, they telling you to call them back. It's like, hey, Jack. My money green, too. I was like, you're not a bona fide hustler. You got people, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to get some shit done. They tell you 4 o'clock. It's currently 435. I'm two and a half hours look, from the from the home stage. You see what I'm saying? And it, we're supposed to get the business clear at 4 o'clock. But yet again, boys, is not on time. And I think I'm about to flash. But I think I'm trying to keep my cool. You see what I'm saying? But don't that burn your boot in. When people of your own kind, they expect you to shot with them and do right by them, but it's kind of like, damn, it's no professionalism. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Night. It's your boy, Raj Moo. Wow. It's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Hey, man. It's Tendo. <laughs> Raj, um, that man said, before he started talking, a bit about professionalism. That man came, man said, Aldo Nice and Raj Smooth, need y'all to know. What are your thoughts on um, Rumble's take on um, our comments about JUCOs and Division Three and things of the sort? I mean, I, I understand that um, Rumble got some passion behind how he feels about JUCO athletes and NAIA athletes, but I stand by it didn't change my mind. That's that's all I got to say about it. I didn't, it didn't well, I, change I, my mind. I think what he's saying is he's saying you can't, you couldn't have been able to play in JUCO. That what he's I could saying. Play, I could play right now in JUCO. It, it's I, I disagree. You, you're not. You you can't. Cool. You will not. You play are, basketball or football. You are 35 years old, Raj. I, mean, I think. No, no, no. At, hold on. Hold on. At 30, hold on. 34. Raj, I think basketball I could play or fo- at bas- a JUCO right now. Basketball or football, Raj. Both. You now you at your mind. Now you at your goddamn dual mind. sport. Ronald I, 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 I know for an absolute fact. Hey, my guy Harley Davis would be talking about how Raj move. Honestly, think he could play in that league in his yeah, sport. Really you do be putting play. that out all the time. I, I played against you, Roger. It's a, it's it's a no go, brother. I'm not saying you suck. I'm just saying it's a no go. You're not playing too cool. That's cool. Uh, okay. I, I think. I mean, I just, I just feel differently about. Okay. So, I, and it's not necessarily my my abilities. It's just the abilities or lack thereof of the players. But the, the, that and, 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 and that's what he's saying. You you don't understand the nuances in between, like boys who caught a murder charge, who got uh, recruited by LSU in Alabama. Didn't oh, I, I think that they time. got good. 
They got I'm saying, good. That, that's what I'm telling you. Lowe's, I, mean, it's, I can it's, sit it's, the it's, bench at the worst JUCO in the country, cause I know I can. So no. I'm saying I just think I can make the team. I'm, I'm, I so know I can. What 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 you two guys are having are two different conversations, and I think what um, what Los you're trying to advocate for is the same conversation that Rumble thinks we were having, and it wasn't the conversation we were having. Um, the conversation we were having was about coaches who say. I would rather send my kids to college than to win a state championship. And ultimately, we went yeah. down that rabbit hole of... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Rabbit send, hole. I'm on the rabbit you hole. You can send your kids to any old college that they can get in. So I did a little looking up earlier. There are 666 programs in Division One, Two, II, and Three. That's not mm-hmm. counting NAIA. That's not counting JUCO. 666 schools, man. Like Abilene, Western Abilene State, bro. Like... Like mm-hmm. literally, there are. Roger won't uh, make the team. <laughs> University, uh, Utica College, my G. Valparaiso. Yeah. These all play yeah. football. Cutting Wabush yeah. College. Cutting Wartburg yeah. College. Um, and it's in the American Rivers. Um, Washburn University of Topeka. Cutting. Um, mm-hmm. like I, I can go Wesleyan in Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, in yeah. Connecticut, Western New England University. Yeah. My point Remington. is, the these fraud. are. All, Hey, let me tell you why you don't make the team. All them boys fresh out the pen. Okay, you don't so, want that. You don't want that. that, that no, so you're, you're not letting. You're not letting statement. me finish. It's an irrational statement, and you're not letting us finish. I'm because, being so serious. No, you're not. Because <laughs> those boys who in the pen go to JUCO. Them boys who at Division Three Wilmington don't aren't from the pen. They have to be at... You got to get into Wilmington, bro. That's like a, a uh, prestigious art school and shit like that. Yeah. My point is that you can take the kid who never even played on the high school team and get him to go to Division Three Wilmington and play. I, dis- I disagree. You got to have well, some can, kind of we skills, can disagree. man. No, I don't... Because I, you, I don't no, no, let, let, me t- let me tell you why. You said... Six, how many schools? You said 600-something schools? Mm-hmm. Right, and it, it's way I said more high school. Six hundred sixty-six, not counting NAIA, my brother. Okay, so those six hundred six, it's way more high schools in there. Absolutely, and way more high school athletes. Right, Absolutely. so you send a guy who never who never played on the team will make that when it's some guys who played on the team who were decent, didn't well, get a look, didn't get the grades. Los, they're going to it, those schools. I think it. I think it depends upon. No, they're not and going it, to those schools. From no, one. yes, it is. It's, it's some no, guys going, and, it's some, no. and some guys no, say no. It, it, no. It's some some guys who couldn't Los, get in Kentucky. Name one person and they stay you close. know who don't go know, to I don't. UNC. I mean, go to, to to Wesleyan College. You don't know nobody who went there. But they don't mean is, nobody. They don't mean nobody going though. Okay. <laughs> My nigga, somebody's gone, yes, because there's a team. Yes. My point and it's is not Roger. <laughs> Roger can't play. Yes, Roger old. could have went. If Roger's oh, coach would have been like, Yeah, hey, I got this kid. He never played for us because he was fourth on the depth strength on the on the um depth chart, but the top three all went to D one. But he could play. He fast, all of the measurables are there. Um, give him a look. He can go play at that school if the coach wants to get him into that level of, of of thing. Now, I think it, okay. it the coaches do need to be applauded for getting their kids into some kind of program if that's what they want to do. I agree with that. I but I feel that. like any kid can go there. Now, Rumble is that's with Rumble to me. That's all emotion. That's all he he was in a NAIA school, so he feel like you can never do it because like you you plan them. 
I'm not necessarily playing them. I went to a college where this team was NAIA. I understood those boys could hoop. But I do understand that the same people who was on the hoop team, they had walk-ons who was out hooping with us, who wasn't no better than us hooping. And I wasn't no damn highly recruited hooper. Like, the thing is, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? 6'5", you know what I mean? Just walking around campus, they'll be like, okay, come on. <laughs> come get on the squad. I, I'm, I'm just saying that it's not far-fetched to say that anybody could, high school athletes can go to, there are enough schools to get people in. There, it just is. Yeah, I just don't I, think I mean, all you, coaches work I, that way. I, no, I, I agree working with that to get everybody I, no, I, in the school. I, I, I definitely agree with that, that sentiment, but I do disagree with just anybody can go. You got to have some type of skills. You got to have some kind of skills, dog. Well, that's the, you got to I mean, be worth something. Like, 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 and then, too, a, 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 a lot of these big schools, they use those little small Rudy? schools. Yes. And, 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 but but they but Rudy Rudy had to uh, scrub toilets to get over there where he was at, and they used to go for a tackling dummy. He's so you saying right. Roger? He, he's all that. Roger. He's all that. But you, you forgot the first I, I think, part. I think Rudy, but Rudy better than Roger. You never went. You, Rudy better than Roger. You didn't look at the. You didn't look at the part of the movie where he was at Holy Cross <laughs> when he was playing. Oh yeah, he was at Holy Cross. Yeah. <laughs> when he was over there getting PT. <laughs> yeah, hey, put it, I'm gonna put it to you like this: That man Rudy would have went to NAIA and and been a legend. <laughs> no, man got a sack cut. He worked hard. He worked hard. He worked hard. Right. We could have went work hard at NIA and got a sack, like and led the know. nation in sacks. I don't know. No, no way. That's a D one athlete. <laughs> nah. Man got a sack at Notre Dame when it was like cool to go to Notre Dame. Yes. All I'm saying is, is Lowe's, yeah. I was, you know, yeah, cool. I'm 34 now, and and yeah, it is a little far fetched to oh. think. I understand that, but whenever I was in my prime. And I think I could have. I could have went somewhere. Did you, did you play high school ball? Yes. What you what position you play? A center. <laughs> what position you think I played? Come on now. I mean, I, I played the position. You could play DB. You could play running oh, back. You, play. Oh, you talking about in football? Cause I mean, honestly, oh, like you didn't play no, football. Didn't, you played ba- so you played I, point I played guard. Basketball. Okay. And you started varsity. I did not start varsity. Los, you, you, Los, you know what those are? Those no, 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 are disparaging hold on. asshole questions. <laughs> yeah. he, don't have to start, he don't have to start varsity to go play fucking NAIA. I be, and Rumble no, could feel yeah, as butthurt as he want, and you could clown about that all you want. I just don't see serious. it. I know cats who did not play in high school who played in college, who was not oh, playing. Child. I don't know. I didn't know none of them people. I know multiple cats who did not get no PT, no burn, because their team was school? good. Yeah, their team was good. Let me tell you one. Well, let me, I'm not even going to play it like that. I'm not going to play it like that. But I'm just saying, you didn't. if your team was good, you wasn't necessarily on the field. If your coaches was behind you and could get you in a school, there's a bunch of schools that could. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. We, 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 we've went through this rabbit hole before and did our thing. <laughs> It's fun. We got homeboys. Our homeboy we go fishing with. Who got his son over there playing at what? HBU. Right? <laughs> right? No, he played though. Oh, he, he did? I didn't know that. He played. Oh, he played. I didn't know that. Just I thought he had yours. Because his daddy showed you videos of him in the stands. A couple of plays out of each game. Oh, that man was nice. That's what I thought. I didn't know that wasn't the thing. <laughs> I didn't. I never did my research. I didn't know that wasn't a thing. Give me oh, a camera man. phone and, and let me make my son uh, <laughs> look good to me. 
It's going to be good <laughs> to somebody. I, I, I get on the uh, Division Three um, Houston Baptist University, my damn self. But anyway, we are right now. This, this conference, right? Oh, oh yeah, I'm coming off that edge. Me <laughs> coming off that edge. Die. First play, he did. Uh, He's stupid. Oh. But no, I mean, these are interesting points, and I get it. This We could go into the blue in the face about who could yeah, do what, what you could have yeah. did, what you whatever. But I think we were all athletic enough that our senior after our senior year in college, high school, when we were freshmen in college, we were all athletic enough to play college sports. The only thing is, what sport would that be, and what opportunity would you have? But I think anybody probably... Now, you, you, if we start talking about the most garbage of the garbage, then, yeah, possibly we got to whatever. But if them boys work hard, like you said, um, Los, <laughs> them coaches going to be like, come on, Rudy, at Division yeah, we, Wesleyan. Yeah, they usually just tackling them. But they had yeah, idea, though. You get to wear the Scholarship. Uniform. Yeah. Uh, if, we might now, not now travel. That was, a whole, that was a whole other conversation. The, the, okay, the scholarship right, was right. a whole other thing. We talked yeah. about that. Right, um, now, now, the other thing Rumble talked about, which was the basis of his talk, was about um, professionalism, bro. Like doing something to help somebody else out, or because you want to throw business to the brother man, and then nothing. They're not being professional. Uh, do you guys have that often as a thing that y'all run into? We, we, I think we talked about this before in the podcast about how um, you know you try to go to the black man and, and, and get stuff done, and it just doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of times, they, you know, you get to run around or, you know, he want all the money up front and then do half the job. And then, you know, you got to go chase him down. Uh, you know, I, I have no shame in saying that I go with Mexicans or Hispanic people. Um, you know, I've just, you know, in my lifetime, since living in Houston, uh, I learned my lesson early on. Uh, maybe my first six months here, I need some breaks. And the guy tried to charge me like three hundred dollars for the brakes, and I I brought the pads to him. And he tried to put some front brakes on. He tried to charge me three hundred dollars, and I and I was like, oh no, I knew better than that. And when my one of the dudes off the team was like, uh, uh I think it was my uh, dude play defense. He's like, oh man, come over here, man. Let's put on for thirty dollars. And I've been doing that ever since. I needed a tire. Went to the black dudes. I thought well, I could trust them. Or they, I was, I didn't know. I, you know, in Louisiana, you didn't, I didn't come up amongst uh, Hispanic people like this. So I don't know they're gonna try to get me, but nope, it was the other way around. Black man tried to charge me, you know, overcharge me for a tire. The Mexican say, "Hey, give me sixty dollars. I give you two, both of them." <laughs> you know, put them on in there, <laughs> balance, rotate, all that. So, you know, I learned my lesson early, I, and I've been going with those people ever since. Uh, I recently, when I did my condo, I had my condo. I tried to do it over. Get a black dude to come through the floors. He charged me three times as much as the Hispanic guy. So, all right, I'm gonna stop you right there, uh, Los. I don't necessarily think that that's a black thing or a Hispanic thing or a whatever thing. Because I know Hispanics who do shoddy jobs. I know Africans who look black who do shoddy jobs. Oh, but I also they down bad. I didn't had a black dude who, who used to cut my grass who used to leave that thing looking all uneven. I had a Hispanic dude who used to cut my grass who you used to uneven. never come when he was supposed to. So, yeah, like. I don't think that that's a, a racial thing as much as it I'm is saying, as a professionalism thing. Yeah, that's true. I that's mean, it's, not everybody is, is is professional in a way that you want them to do. And my I thing is, if that. I want to give money to somebody to do any kind of business, I, the least you could do is when you take my money, do the job right. Yeah, that. I was just speaking from my experiences, but yeah, I agree with that. Roger, got anything to add on professionalism? I, yeah, I mean, I definitely do. And, and I, I, I would 
I would one hundred percent hesitate to to lump all black businesses into the mm-hmm. same. Brand. Well, I'm just saying my my experiences. Um, I understand. <laughs> it was just you know it maybe if maybe your second your second thing should have just been to find another black person instead of exactly what I said too. I'm just saying. So like yeah no I I I whenever it's whenever it's available to me especially in a place like this, um I, I that's that's they don't have a lot of black people. I try to find black people for for uh for services and you know our, our food whatever it is and uh and yeah no I mean I've definitely run in the in the you know mishaps and and, and like when you went to like Park. when you went to that black market Roger you remember that and they, they was trying to sell you them belts oh my god oh my that was god. like that Shame was like on... three years ago <laughs> no yeah that was that was actually um that was uh June the Juneteenth fe- uh, festival out here <laughs> ah. But oh, you yeah, know what though? Yeah. I felt good about I felt good about the support that I was doing. And and yeah, the whole three charging me three times is kind of crazy, but I, I would I would pay extra. I would pay extra, um, not three times, but you know, twenty dollars extra to deal with a with a you know a black person than I would you know, any other race. That's another conversation that we've had before that why do we have to pay more to support each other in that way. I, I, I had that conversation with somebody as real recently. Um, I don't know what the answer is, but I know that I do it. So well, I think yeah. so. Most of the time, for my like my services, um, to, for like that, I usually go out and, and pay for. I gotta go and actually like look for a black person. It's not like oh, I'm gonna pass mm-hmm. up five black people to get to the Mexican. No. Um, and so like what I'm what I'm thinking of is I'm looking for a vehicle right now. And I went to the I went to the uh, to the dealership and brushed shoulders with a black dude, huh. and then they they ended up like putting me with a, a, I don't even know where he the guy Pakistan I don't know where he was from he was like a Middle Eastern guy and I didn't I didn't like him but part of the reason why I didn't like him was because the whole time I was thinking damn I wish I had that black dude yeah you know that's you, you know that's what I do. What's crazy, I do, I know this is an aside, I, sometimes I'll be in the store, I'll walk in real quick, get what I need, go to the thing, and check out, and they'll be like, who helped you get them jeans? And I just look around, that black dude. Find a black there. person. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do that shit all the time. Yeah. A black dude. I used to do that in a Foot Locker. I used to do that in Foot Locker. Oh, if it's a black dude at the, at the desk, you? You, you? help me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that man, sweet at the desk, huh? Who helped you? Who helped you? Who had help you? <laughs> Cut! Why did I have to say you sounding all sweet, right? You, no. <laughs> you, you. Before I kiss you, no, before you I kiss do? kiss both your cheeks. No, you had you had one me to spin you. <laughs> Y'all stupid, man. If that man kissed my cheeks, that'll burn my booty. Let me tell y'all a couple of things. Which cheeks? That burn my booty this week. I don't have a lot that burn my booty, man, because this has been a hell of a week. We'll get to it, man. The first thing that burned my Buddha is uh, password thieves. Like, why is if Los Password with Shreveport 2000 Big Los with the two dollar signs at the end not good enough for a password? That's a big loss. It would be big loss. <laughs> but five dollar signs then roger but still why is that not good enough of a password Quentin? why does somebody find that and that password gets compromised but how do they find it though like hey 
that happened to me twice, like a month ago. I was like, oh, I had to change my Gmail password because it had been the same thing for like forever since I had it. I'm like, hold on. Who's doing this? <laughs> like, come on, man. God damn. I, I heard, I ain't never been on it before, but I heard that the, the dark web is a hell of, it's like you could get pretty much whatever you want on the dark web. And I also noticed, I'm, I'm, I know that y'all noticed this. Aldo, I thought you was going to put this into your presentation. Um, you, your password has been involved in uh, a data leak. Oh. Uh, this password has been involved in a oh, data yeah. leak. That yeah, dot, dot, dot. So I don't think that they necessarily like are um, hacking us individually. I think they hack in those companies and they just True. get a subset of passwords that may or may not have been involved in some sort of crime. And yeah. so they just kind of tell you, hey, you need to you need to you need to check on that. No, you're right. Hey, Ross, yeah, I mean, do you got the website to the on it? I mean, to the uh, dark web. You got the, go on, the website. Yeah, go on dark. Go on dark it. Twitter. And um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm on, <laughs> I'm on black up. Twitter. I gotta go on dark Twitter. Dark Twitter. Yeah. You're right, and yeah, it'll okay. be there. But um, right, cool. what I was saying with it is just yeah, it's it. People got like password cracks where they'll sit down and they'll run basically a computer program that just tries different programs over and over. I mean, passwords over and over and over until it finishes it up. I mean, finds it. Uh, but that's when they started doing those cap... Say it for me, Raj. Capca? Capta? Capca? Capture? Capture? Is that what it is? Um, you are not... I'm not a bot, that shit? I'm not a bot daddy, yeah. So that computers mm-hmm. won't can't just run over and over and over. And then they also have things where it'll only... It'll shut you off after like uh, five attempts so that yeah. you can't use things like that. So yeah, more often than not, it's usually something like um, Raj said. It's a it's a, a data breach of a large company, but I just be hating that shit. Cutting Shreveport, big 2,000 big loafs with the dollar signs yeah. ain't a good enough password. I, I guess it be. is a good enough password. It's just somebody found it. Oh, why ain't good enough password? Hey, ain't, ain't a good enough password. <laughs> that's right? the thing. I don't think you can make your password as strong as you want. It kind of don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, because whenever somebody finds your password and it's not asterisk, it's, it actually says Shreveport Big Dog Los. <laughs> that, it don't matter how what kind of dollar sign that you got on it or what kind of, how many, you know, S's you It don't matter because they see it. It's, it's, it's your password, you know? It's, it's not your shit. No what, what about the ones that on. Apple suggests when they say I suggest this, this password? What no, about but those? like Rod said, even if even if Apple matter, suggested huh? it, that's the one you use it. If they, once they find it, cut it's over with. <laughs> that's dance now. Yeah. Let me tell you one thing: Apple could go play with that trash ass password. I'm <laughs> yeah, not they, ever they, using that. Ever. So in a cybersecurity class that I teach, we talk a little bit about this idea of making a password where you, just, you, you make it you make it a sentence. So like mm. the password might be like um, these hoes uh, ain't loyal. These hoes ain't loyal could be one, right? And then in all of your places where you store your passwords, you'd be like T A T H A L, and you know that oh. that means these hoes ain't loyal. But mm-hmm. people, other people wouldn't know that that's what that password meant, and you'll be like T H A L seventeen or something like that. These hoes ain't loyal. So, I mean, they say using sentences is is a good yeah. way. To have a a password, just you can't keep no holes because you keep fucking up friends, huh? That's a That's very long mind. password. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be mine. That's why you can't. You can't. If you hack that, if you hack that, you deserve to get in my shit. Hey, if you had to guess, <laughs> can los type, Raj? If you had to can guess, can los type? Yes, yes or no. If you had to guess, I don't know. You know what? Yes Every or no. 
Hold on. I'm going to say yes. But Los, let me tell Los, you. What. If you had to guess, Karate, yes or no, Karate type. Yeah, Roshan type. <laughs> okay. Now I think Roshan type will, though. All right, go ahead. Roger, what were you going to say? I just feel like I could I could I could see a world with Los sitting at the computer um with a pair of like kind of rectangular glasses <laughs> at the tip of his nose and surprising me about how how fast you know <laughs> nah, he's typing. No, nah, I'm a little slower than that, but I feel what you're saying. Your pecker, huh? I got you. I'm fast in the pecker wood. I'm fast in the pecker wood. I'm a Peter. I'm fast in the pecker wood. That's funny. Guys. I, I get it in. I'm all right. Well, I got to look, though. <laughs> I don't know if that means you can type, bro. But let me tell you another thing that burns <laughs> my Buddha this week. Hey, this Man. 2020 pressure burns my um, Buddha, man. This is a, a quote I saw earlier. 2020 is some pressure. You, you're you expected to be a TikTok star, a clubhouse influencer, an Instagram content creator, a full-time entrepreneur, trade stocks, start a second business with that $600 stimmy, date the right person, be couple goals, be a civil rights activist, and collect art. Man, 2021 pressure burns my Buddha. I, that is, I never thought about it like that. How so many people are staying at home and thriving, thriving with mm. that that at home life. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not. Like, I'm not at home one, but I'm also I don't think I'm good at it. Like, I don't think I'm good at being at home. Mm. So, I, I don't necessarily feel the pressure, but I feel what they're saying because there I are a lot of success stories in this. I don't think it's so. I think. Raj, I think I don't think it's a lot of success stories. I think it's just a no. lot of people who purport to stuff. be successful. Yeah, like just do a lot of stuff. Like I, I think if we look at it point by point, <clears throat> people wanting to be TikTok stars, people <laughs> wanting to be a clubhouse influencer. I got a clubhouse group that every Thursday night we do this, blah blah blah, and I'm influencing. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm an Instagram content creator, so every week I got to mm-hmm. drop this on my gram. I got to make sure I post this many times a week with my audience, blah blah blah. I'm a full-time entrepreneur mm-hmm. of some form or fashion. I trade Anything. stocks, which is right mm-hmm. now, this week, these niggas are trading stocks, boy. That, like, like if you're not trading stocks, I mean, pretty much 2021, they've been acting like whatever. I want to talk about that in a second. Start a second business with a STEMI. Uh, starting that LLC. That's what you hear all the time. Then they mm-hmm. go into dating the right person and being couple goals. I mean, that's always some pressure to do that. But then also being a, a civil rights activist. I don't know about collecting art, but being a civil rights activist. It's a lot of things people want you to do well, right? Like mm-hmm. outside of just go to work. Um, yeah. I think a lot, I think that's a very, is, is, is that pressure. Like with what we do, people want us on Clubhouse. I've heard it multiple times. Yes. I was just like, I ain't oh got the God. time to do that. I ain't got the time yeah. to hop on that and be full time with it. Trading stocks to me though, let me, let me, let me key in on that one because it was a, couple of conversations I had with my partners, man. GameStop had like this big surge this week. Yeah. And people are really on some whatever. But a couple of weeks ago, it was Bitcoin, right? And mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest with you. Day trading and trying to get stocks and shit like that, it always to me has felt like an endeavor for people who don't really want to work and they just kind of want to do some shit to, to like get some money quick. Well, which I'm not good. going to hate. It's not, mm. Yeah, you sound smart, right? You sound like, oh, mm. man, I trade stocks. Like, I know some shit. Mm. But I'm going to say this in the most, in the best way I know how. 
if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it. Mm-hmm. That's one. And my second response, which I said in a text group today was, Roger made more money gambling on fucking football hmm. this month than you did on yeah. stocks. Yeah. And you That's sitting over here acting like mm-hmm. stocks is the get rich scheme. I feel yeah. like stocks is just as variable as betting on basketball. Yeah. When you trade NFL stocks, you're essentially gambling. Like that's essentially yeah. you're buying it at a price yeah. and then you're trying to sell it higher. That's gambling. Mm-hmm. I think the, I think the people who who really make money off that and have a different way of life, they're people they're using other people's money to make their own money. Those guys, you know, <laughs> in New York and all those stock exchange, all those people, they they're using other people's money. Like some people get, you know, you can you can see a little plus minus here and there, uh, you know, but you you you're really playing with either a lot of money or you playing with other people's money where you're really seeing returns. Um, you know, to the point where you can just live and do what you want. I, I don't. I personally, it might be somebody out there. I don't know personally anybody who is hit crazy on the stock market to change their life. See, you my thing I mean? about the stock market always is buy stocks and just let it sit, bro. But mm-hmm. that's my thing with Bitcoin. That's my thing with a lot of stuff. It's just yeah. I'm not about to be checking this every day. Like I just went when everybody's talking about stocks all high and blah blah blah. I went check my little portfolio on one of my apps. And all of my stocks have made money since last year. Not mm-hmm. buku money, like some shit no, I might have bought a hundred bucks, like four um, stock at twenty five dollars each. Now they worth thirty five dollars each. So mm-hmm. now it's worth one hundred and forty. That was worth a hundred before. To me, there. that's better of an investment than like putting it in a bank and maybe getting point zero five percent interest when I can get that. Maybe play some stocks in that way. But I'm not putting all my money in that because I know just as mm-hmm. easily. They can lose money and be out of there, and then you lose money. Yeah, like <laughs> and it, it's I don't funny. have the it's, patience to sit there all day and think about what's going to pop yes. next. You're like, let me, I let think, me tell uh, you. Go ahead, bro. I was just going to say what's cool. What's cool about since you brought up betting is that you have something called a bankroll, and it's mm-hmm. it's just basically like it's one. It's it's easy. It's one percent of your your you know like the amount that you got to spend. All right, your amount that you feel comfortable putting in the in your in your your betting bank, and so like when you you going through and you you doing like you looking at how many units you should put on this particular game. You only you go unit by unit based on your bankroll. So like I I don't know. I guess I understand betting a little bit more than I understand the stock market. But to me, it's the same thing. So and I like sports. So I'm just gonna bet on sports because it's mm-hmm. either I'm gonna bet I'm gonna bet on sports. Or I'm gonna bet on IBM. Cause I mean it's in in some betting. No matter what people say, it's free money. Mm-hmm. Saying that Clemp- Alabama is going to beat um, Vanderbilt is free money. Yeah. I don't care if that means that you got to put $1,000 up to win $5. That is free $5. A free, a free $5. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. That's funny. And, yeah. <laughs> and, like, they had people who made whole like careers of betting off of betting Floyd Mayweather every fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wasn't no big if return you, in none of them fights, but they was betting you, ten thousand dollars every time you, Floyd yeah, fought. You put you you put up the fifty for him to win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hit your little your little easy lick. But I was gonna say with uh, I know I know a guy uh, and you know him too. Uh, Al he sit he just have the stock market on his computer all day long, right? And uh, you know what I'm talking about, Al? I'm listening. I think I know. Pretty sure. Yeah, so I, you know, I go over there, uh, you know, I go over there, I come, hey, uh, what's up, man? Uh, you know, how's it looking today? Oh, it's bad today. You know, oh, it's this. I said, well, 
So, so I start asking questions about it. And he's the oh, kind of person. Are you talking about my who, boy? My boy that I used to um, work with? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used <laughs> yeah, him as so, an example in this conversation. He's been retired since 07. Yeah. <laughs> and he tell me the same thing. Hey, hey, he look at you with the little face with his glasses. Take, he snatched his glasses off and put them on his shirt collar and tell you, this, this, this thing about to hit big. I'm out of here. And so I've been doing about a year and a half now. And every day I go over there, that man has it on that computer. He had a stock market. It just be moving and going. I said, man, okay, so what are you invested in? I'm, I was trying to learn. Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So he couldn't explain to me. So I was like, somebody told you to put this money in there. Or you just plan to make it look like something. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just looks good to have the little numbers going up and down on, on his computer. And somebody asked him, you know, to me. Because he couldn't, he couldn't explain to me like I need to be explained. So I was like, oh, yeah, you, you're not seriously into it like that. I think what what gets to me, and ultimately, you know, y'all know how I feel. It's the it's the social cachet that comes with stock that you can sound as though when you're having conversations amongst um, different groups of people that mm-hmm. you are well versed, you know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and you're doing something that is intelligent because mm-hmm. you're doing stock. But at the same time, if Raj, Raj told somebody, yeah, I gamble on football every week, they would oh. all automatically be like, that's irresponsible. It doesn't mm-hmm. have the same social cachet. It has mm-hmm. negative connotations. But Raj can be putting the same amount of thought, um, mm-hmm. the same amount of research, strategy, or even yeah. more strategy and yeah. expertise in regards to what he's seeing every week, the trends he's seeing. And ultimately have a higher payoff than someone who's playing the stocks every week. Big and but still people are gonna look at it like, well, what you doing, blah, blah, blah. And I just think it's yeah. it's the same as any other way of saying, quote unquote, I'm trying to get some money. And Big. I just, you know, just putting all of that social capital into stock market is what's kind of the burning my Buddha aspect. Hey. Yeah. I definitely agree. Well, let me tell y'all the last thing that burns my Buddha this week. And that is when people call you over and over and over when you're sick, bro. Relax. <laughs> Who did that? I got a question. I just have a question. <laughs> people are not supposed to call you when you're sick? Not over and oh, yeah, over. People, no, no, no. Definitely people could call you when you're sick. I, I, yeah. I, I'm okay with that. However... I look at it as if people call you when you're sick and you don't answer, the next thought should be send a text. You good, my boss? <laughs> Give that person an opportunity to text you and be like, yeah, I'm good, man. Or copy yeah. paste the message. I can't copy paste the conversation, Raj, but I can copy paste <laughs> the message that I sent to other people who asked me how I'm doing. So, so let me ask you this, because this is what I was this is what I was thinking. When you said when you when you went with the Burns Buddha, mm-hmm. I was thinking if somebody calls you and you don't feel well enough to answer, mm-hmm. is it that person's responsibility to send you a text and say, "I think hey, it is." Good? I think it because is. no, well, I would have just thought that it would have just been the person, the receiver of the call, if they saw <laughs> that person calling to say, "Whoa, ball, you what's up?" You know, um, something. You know, like I'm just so thinking, ultimately. In this non-hypothetical situation, I did respond to you via text. It was like, bro, text me, bro. <laughs> See, bro I'm okay. I don't okay. want to fucking talk right now. <laughs> no, but it, but it was, but it was so so. 
I, I really want to give the scenario realistically. If, if well, then hold up. Then if you can get a situ- the scenario realistically for the first time in a long time, let's hit that music for that Rona talk. And now, Rona talk. Rona talk. Rona talk. Rona talk. Rona talk with Aldo Nice, Raj Smooth, and Los, aka CAP. So, my man tells me, "Hey, man, I'm not feeling well." You know, but I'm but I'm straight, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm I got I might have that Rona. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get it checked out. Mm-hmm. I'll have my results back quick. Personally, as a as a the the good friend that I think I am in in, in certain situations, at least I um I I, I want to call. Want to know how you're doing? Now, granted, yeah, I could send a text, but I'm a I'm a caller. I, I, most of the time, when I'm when I call, when I do make the phone call to people, I'm in the car and. I'm pretty sure my friends know I don't mind texting in the car, so that's not much of an excuse. But still, my first inclination <laughs> is to make a call. Like, so I made a I made a call to my partner to see if he was straight. Th- that's what I was calling for. Hey, is my partner straight? Partner didn't answer. I said, well, you know, he'll hit me back. Never hit me back. I said, all right, well, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait a maybe a day. I don't remember what it was, but the second time tried to call, didn't get nothing back, and I didn't hear from my dog until the next week. Wow, you so know what's I funny? Like, what's I have that? a similar situation to that. My homeboy told me the same thing. Uh, it might have happened during the same conversation. He told me the same thing. Maybe, maybe not. He told me the same thing. The next day, I text him. <laughs> 30 minutes later, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. Right? Yeah, you know, I ain't, I'm down bad. Well, I got it. We went through a whole little scenario. I mean, maybe about maybe five or six texts back and forth. The last one was, hey, hit me if you need something. <laughs> right? And I waited maybe maybe three, four days. In the back, you straight? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm good. I said, I see you try to work out, you know, because we follow each other on our, on our watches. So you try to work out. Ooh, boy, that shit took a lot out of me. I only did 10 minutes. All right, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me know you need something. <laughs> four or five days later. Hey, you know, you up to this? Yeah, I'm going to try. All right, then. I'll put it in the group. Like, me personally, when somebody's sick, nobody wants to talk while they're sick. <laughs> like, I'm not calling nobody. Like, when people are sick or, you know, people die, I'm not, my first instinct is not to call them. I'll text them and take their temperature. They're like, hey, A call me. A lot of people don't talk when they die. No, no, I mean, okay, my bad. I don't when think I'm gonna wanna, I don't think I'm gonna want to talk. No, you know what I mean, asshole. I'm talking about when, when somebody in your family dies. <laughs> somebody in your family dies. Nobody wants to talk on the phone. Then, yeah, they, now, they call me. I'll talk, but I'm, you know, I'll, I'll text you, take your temperature. And you say, "Hey, man, hit me." You know, then I'll do that. But people sick. Nobody want to talk on the phone while they sick, man. Come on. And man. I mean, we could we could talk about that, but let, let's take two steps back to go uh, five steps forward. So, yeah, as the boys alluded to, man, I um, wasn't feeling too hot the last couple of weeks. Y'all can hear it in the in the podcast if you listen to the last few, the the tone. And then the last one was really late and coming out. Man, I went um get that routine Rona, daddy, because, boy, I couldn't taste and smell, man. So, mm. shit, when I went get it, blah, yah, yah. 
I'm on that thing, man. So while y'all listening to the to this this episode, this should be my last day of quarantine. I mean, I'm back at it. I'm gonna be off of quarantine, uh, you know, Friday. But yeah, boy, I've been dealing with that damn Rona for the last over a week, man. And I mean, it's crazy when you do all of the damn precaution. You wear a mask everywhere you go. You don't go party. You don't be out in these streets. You don't do this. You don't do that. Sometimes that shit's still fine. You can you be around. Because you can't control everybody's inner circle. You know what I mean? True. All of the people that you see all of the time, who they see, and then who mm-hmm. they see. It's a, it's a social web. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that all of my people in my social web, though, all of my, all of my partners tested negative. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it is what it is, man. I, the, the regular day-to-day, um, the, the, the term I like to say is the everybody mitigates their risk differently. And the regular risk that I take every day, obviously, you know, caught up with me on just some regular shit. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, once again, I appreciate Anybody, everybody out there who looked out and, and hollered at me, but you know, Raj specifically, I'm, I'm clowning about what burns my boot at, but um, yeah, I, I appreciate it and I, and I respected it without calling you back to be like, oh, man, I, I, I appreciate you hitting me up to check on me. And I know that's what it was. I just was like, dog, I don't want to talk on the phone because you ultimately have to tell the same story 20, 30 oh, times about oh, how man. you feel, yeah. um, like what, how do you, what are your symptoms? Um, this and that, and then with COVID, this is this is the fucking one. Every single person asks you, uh, "Do you have shortness of breath?" Mm-hmm. Because every single person read on that means you're gonna die. That means you're gonna die. That means you gotta go to the hospital, yeah. right? And then when every single person is asking you that, then you start thinking, "Damn, can I breathe?" Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. I about to say, you, you start getting shortness of breath. You got shortness of breath? Hold on, let me check. Cut. No, but yeah. you'd be sitting there like, cutting. I couldn't breathe just now. Was I shortness of breath? Yeah. Cutting my chest hurt right there. Cutting. Was that chest mm-hmm. pains? Cutting, yeah. like, and, and, and am I, is this, do I need to go? Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, I got me a pulse oximeter where I put on my finger that let you know the oxygen and how it's moving, and my shit always was between 94 and 100. So, I mean, I was straight. It's just still the like you know it's it's nerve wracking hearing yeah. everybody being like cutting. You got that showing us a breath though. No. <laughs> like, Are you good, like, Dean? You good, Dean? Exactly, and that's the other part, Los. Oh man, you got that mouth, my daddy. You got that mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you must have that. Ah, boy, you all right. Ah, boy, you all right. You all right, boy. <laughs> my sister. Oh yeah, but you strong and athletic. You gonna be straight cutting? I don't know. <laughs> You don't they might know take that. me out tomorrow. I might wake up tomorrow dead and then yeah, want to talk yeah. on the phone the with last people. Thing I told him was he was wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm going to wake up dead and then be on the phone with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now you want to talk. <laughs> hey, so look, this is what I want to say. This is what I, really what I what I, I guess after I after I kind of gathered my thoughts about this whole phone thing. I don't necessarily agree with Los saying nobody want to talk on the phone because I do think that there's some people that do want to talk on the yeah. phone when they're sick to say that I'm sick. And so um so here's how here's how here, here's what was going through my mind when I was making these phone calls to you. It was I want that man to know that I I'm I'm because I don't I didn't know nothing. I just remembered you telling me that. Man, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. This is my situation. Be on the lookout. 
<laughs> I was I felt like I was on the lookout. Like I just was like, I'm gonna check on that man and I want that man to know that I'm checking on him. And mission and if that's the case, mission accomplished, cutting. Like I said, I appreciated it. And I was like, yeah, cutting, I appreciate that man checking in. Um at the I'm end not of mad day, at you for not answering the phone. I figured that most of the time Like the I people get it, I wanted I'm a to talk to. Yeah, most of the people I, I talked to on the phone was like people I had to. Like my mom is, you know, right. obviously. Oh, yeah. Whatever. But, but mm, like my uncle same. who had COVID over the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like me and that man had something to talk about. We right. were sitting there comparing symptoms and and talking about different, this and that and whatever. I, didn't t- I talked to a few people who I knew who didn't had it recently. Like that's some conversations I was okay having. Because I know they wasn't gonna be like cutting you guys on this <laughs> You about to die. <laughs> you for t- cutting, no I- cutting walking up the steps. Cause I'm gonna give y'all the COVID. Y'all can ask questions in a second too. But like walking up the steps in the house, cutting winded. Like a nigga really? just ran sixty seven thousand miles. Cutting they got that upstairs. <sighs> cutting soon as you get to the top. <sighs> Let me catch my breath. It's super. It, the shit biggest thing for me. Now everybody different was the loss of taste and smell and super fatigue. That loss of taste and smell, though, brother. That's weird. Put it man. like, put it like this, man. It. I had to lose eight pounds this week because I didn't eat nothing. Because I was like, yeah. cutting. Why do I want to sit here and chew for ten minutes, cutting, and can't taste nothing, nothing. cutting? <laughs> it's just so you don't even hungry. Cutting, not hungry, cutting, because it's like your mouth gonna be watering when you eat. Yeah, you don't want nothing. So it's just cutting. It could be big, rice, big red beans and sausage, big, big jambalaya, big turkey roll, big melaton, cutting, big corn pudding, cutting. Like you said, cardboard, cutting, (laughs) sand and cardboard, cutting. Like okay, just swallow this and hurry up, cutting. None of that. I mean, that is that is something that I uh, I heard most most uh, most of the people that I talked to that got it had that same sentiment. Like they they felt, man, I don't want to, I don't want it, I didn't want to eat because I wasn't able to enjoy my food. Like I like I like to eat and mm-hmm. I like the way food tastes and I couldn't <laughs> taste it, so yeah, I just lost the will to eat. Boy, wasn't that I wasn't hungry? It was just that I was just like, well, shit, I'm not, I can't taste nothing, so I'm good. And then can't smell nothing. You're picking up everything trying to smell it. Deodorant, soap, cologne, nothing. plants, flowers, uh, weed, nothing. Cutting. Can't smell nothing. Man. Can't smell that good. I'm not going to lie. I had a, I had a scare. I had a scare. And let me tell you, it's so funny that you talk about just picking up stuff. Well, we went to um, we went to Chick-fil-A like when um cnh was out here for a little while we went to chick-fil-a like three times while they was out here and i got a lemonade every single time and i never one time i didn't get to drink my lemonade so that lemonade stayed in the refrigerator for a little while so after they left i drank i said oh i forgot about that lemonade i went to get the lemonade and i drank it and and it was very bland but all of the ice had melted but i was like but i you know chick-fil-a lemonade got flavor mm-hmm. so I, yeah i was i'm just saying can i taste I, <laughs> Can, can I taste? So yeah, of course I tried something else and I could taste, but I had, that was <laughs> scared to me. Cause that shit happened overnight. Couldn't you be like I ate breakfast that morning and it was fine. I ate lunch mm-hmm. and couldn't taste nothing. Damn, it was like yeah, so I, it's, it's kind of hit you blue. They accidentally gave me some big vinegar chips. Couldn't could not taste them. Couldn't. Two. 
Venega. That breath so, must have been on Yin Yang. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't even matter. You can't taste it. <laughs> I'll, I'll smell it. <laughs> hey, um, what up, like your energy level? Like, how mm-hmm. often do you have in, like, was you, did you feel regular or you just was always nah, fatigued? What, 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 how, um, when I was describing it to Gramstar, that man was like, it's like when you got mono. And I was like, well, I've never had mono, so I don't know what I it's like. But he, but he was saying that it, it felt like when, it sounded like when he had mono before. That's just, just really run down, tired, cutting, like, like, you get up, you're moving around, and you're like, breathing, like, man, I want to lay down. Man, I'm tired, dog. Man, I want to go back to sleep. Like, that kind of, that kind of effect on your body where you're just like, man, I'm just tired, kind of beat, I can't do, uh, like, when, um, shit, I was like, Sunday after the, that, when I t- was talking to y'all a couple weeks ago about, because that's when I first started feeling tired during the Saints game, when the Saints was playing against the Bucks. As soon as the game mm-hmm. was over, I wasn't even, like, I wasn't even had the energy to be mad. I, like, got yeah. to the house and I just was like, cut, let me hurry up, take a shower, get in bed because I'm tired. And I slept mm-hmm. real long on Martin Luther King Day. And, I mean, I was, I didn't have the symptoms yet until about Tuesday of last week. And like I said, when we recorded last Wednesday is when I told y'all boys I had just stopped being able to taste and smell, so I went and get a test yeah. that day. Um, but shit, that shit, like I said, it ran its course. And from what a lot of people tell me, they say the average time you can't taste and smell is 8.9 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've heard people like my coworker say he couldn't taste and smell for two months. Dang. Uh, which is craziness. But um, as of Monday, mm-hmm. I, could, I, could, I could smell and taste again. It's not like a hundred percent, but I'm like, I would say by eighty percent to where, I, yeah, it's like smell specifically. Like I can't smell yeah. good, good. I can't smell it on the street, but if something close, like in my general vicinity, I can smell it. So um, if you if you upstairs, they cooking bacon downstairs. You can't smell that bacon cooking. Uh, ain't nobody That's really made question. no bacon cutting, but that would be a good question cutting. That that would be a good thing. Um. It's a good thing. It started off, and this is how I can tell you, it's, it's kind of weird, right? It started off where I like got a couple of colognes at the, um, I can't remember what's the, the latest cologne that I got, but that bitch is it's like a leather, nah, it's like a leather something, <laughs> um, got that from Sephora, and mm. that bitch, like I could smell it, even like last Friday, um, mm. and then like the um, couple of other bottles of cologne I got there, I couldn't smell. And then after a couple of days, it's like you can smell one a little bit and then you can mm. finally smell all three. And it's like the intensity of smells. So mm. I think it's a range of smells you could smell because I could smell this vanilla candle since mm. like last Thursday. Like that vanilla yeah. candle, like two, three days afterwards, I could smell it. Um, yeah. But a lot of other things still can't, or okay, so you, don't, you don't have you don't have a wide range of smell as you had you before. Go. There you go. So like that's why what, I wouldn't go mess with smell? no woman I didn't know because <laughs> it might be fish tank and I that might not be in the range of what I can smell. Okay. But if I can't taste it either, that thing tastes like well water. Just, oh my god. <laughs> 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 well, I didn't have the same experience. <laughs> <laughs> Thing like, ooh, I ain't never seen nobody go to town like that on. <laughs> that thing was fresh. Nut, tastes like nothing. 
whole mouth white. whole mouth white. Yellow cane. That would be disgusting. Or got bread bacon. Oh man. So your your overall takes of I guess the um well we know we we know you we all we we, we I think we all on this podcast take it seriously. But I'm talking about after having it for this long, um, you know. Well, I'm, what, well what do, some what do of you, the shit I was your... saying last week, honestly, Los, I felt I doubled and tripled down on it. That I wish a nigga like me who sit around like with some high blood pressure, been having that since I was like 19, mm-hmm. um, would have been able to get a vaccine before. Um, mm-hmm. Other people who just kind of rushed to get it just because it was what they thought they should have. Um, I want everybody to get vaccinated. I actually heard Joe Biden saying some, well, not Joe Biden said it. It's actually a Republican congresswoman, congressman who said that they should say, you don't get that extra $1,400 stipend unless you get vaccinated. And I think that that shit would be dope because what they're looking for is like 75% of the population to be vaccinated and then shit can kind of go back to normal. And people just got to get there. And I wish after 10 months of that Rona, if I would have been able to make it to the vaccination without ever testing positive. Um, but, I mean, shit happens, man. And yeah. like I said, it was going to get the odds off. Somebody was going to get it. And yeah. I can only say that I'm glad it was me because I was able to take it. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that it was me and mine that we able to shake back. Yeah, Because, you know, I would have hated it if it would have been like one of y'all two. And then we would have never known and your body would have reacted differently and you might have been in the hospital yeah. or some shit. I'd rather yeah. it be me than y'all mamas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, My mama already had it, so. Well, <laughs> well with that being said. but now, Let me let me ask you a question because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little curious about like just, I don't know like how bearable it was. So I guess what I'm, my, my question is, if you, if you could choose to have it and knowing that you wasn't going to die, or you could just roll a dice, and oh man, I'm you know I'm gonna just I'm gonna just roll a dice and see what see what happens with the chance to die. Would you? <laughs> what what would you? What would you do after after having it? I don't would you even just catch know it and what get that it question is. I, I, I said, was just about to ask. You said would I have it again, not knowing if I'm gonna live or die? No, before you've had it. So would you? Okay, so let me ask it again. Okay, would you catch it on purpose? Oh, knowing that you're not gonna die, or would you just roll the dice? Maybe catch it, maybe not, but with the potential to die. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, um, that's a very convoluted question. But well, I just want to know because it just seemed like people after they catch it, they like, all right, I'm well, good. Knowing I, how I, my I body, knowing how my body responded, I'll put it like this: I know science. Science tells me that even if I if I catch it again, that my body might respond differently and it could be worse. That that mm-hmm. that could happen, right? Um, it could be a different strand. There's a lot of things out there, but science also does tell me that when I looked at those, the first things I'd be looking at is like, um, you know, four hundred thousand deaths in America, but it might say some shit like um, three million cases or whatever it is. And I mean, I can quickly do the math to be like one point five percent of the people who catch that Rona die. I'm like, that's one out of a hundred. Like, that's not high odds that you're going to die. So, I mean, this kind of was going on in my head as 
it was happening, thinking like, hey man, odds are I'm not gonna fucking die. Odds are I'm gonna make it. And you know, when they talk about hospitalizations, they even it looked like maybe five or ten out of a hundred. I'm like, well, yeah, I I do work out. I do be in, like doing. I'm relatively young and whatever. If something happens to me, it could, but odds are it's not. So, uh, I would roll the dice and not want to, and try not to have it. Try not to catch it. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just be like, oh, you got that Rona. Well, let me come over there and get it too because I'm gonna be straight. Let me get this shit over with. Exactly. Um, I would say, you know what? If I get it. It's likely not going to kill me. So let me try not to get that hole. <laughs> as opposed gotcha. to let me just get that hole and get it over yeah. with. Business as usual. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't feel like the... the I never really had the the feeling that I was going to die. However, shit, who knows? I could die tomorrow. But... Whoa. I mean, shit. Nigga, I could I'm die sure. across the street. My thing is that... You're going to look um, both ways? I will look both ways. The thing is that... Um, you know, more than anything, <laughs> it mess with your anxiety, bro. Yeah. Because that should be having you so like like I just told y'all, like cutting is that shortness of breath? Cutting um is my chest hurting? Um, mm-hmm. you know, how everybody else doing around here. And you're looking out for everybody, um, yeah. at the situation. I'm calling everybody, cutting you got tested, did you get tested? Mm-hmm. The people I was around in the last week and a half, like uh like, you know, what, what was the last time, you know, have you been feeling sick? You yeah. know? Catching up with everybody and what show. do with that bus. I feel you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Why are you stupid? Oh, I mean, that's my Rona story, man, and I'm sticking to it, man. You know what I mean? Boy's got that damn Rona. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm, I guess for me, and, and I just feel like maybe not die, but I, I guess I'm worried about the residual effects, like how, you know, what the permanent damage. Uh, in my, with me, more so than anything, if I had it, you know, what would it, you know, what would it do after I get over it? You know what I mean? Like, damn, you know, this enjoy red it, beans no more. Oh, all you, all even corn pudding, like, <laughs> what I'm gonna do? I didn't want to do that. Like, I feel like I didn't corn pudding you to death. So I, I don't, don't bother me. I like the shit good. I think that my mama she don't season as well like she used to, but it's still good. Like when it's time to get, you saying like. Food and shit like that. Yeah, no, that food to my breath, like working out, running. Oh, like, like you, when we go organs. back and hoop, can I still play? Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? When now, cue up that music for nothing. <laughs> it's just you know say, you can't say anything <laughs> nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. I ain't nothing nice. Yeah. All right, so I'll be on my fantasy football. Ever since about 1999, I can remember having a team. I started off with like the computer page draft and uh, the computer lab at Newberry Senior High to the computer lab drafts at the computer lab at Xavier. Then in 2004, we had our first live draft for the league at my crib in Metairie. And I've been running that same league for 16 years with many of the same faces every single year. I've had my highs and lows. I won some titles. I didn't make the playoffs. Real shit. We've been through every iteration of scoring systems, keepers, traditional snake drafts until we got it just right. It's fun and it's informative. This year was my best season in ages. Word to the wise, never let me live draft on a computer because I'm going to use advanced statistics for the rest of time to make sure my squad is one step ahead of the game, period. But let me hop back a step. 
I said it was informative, and it, it, it truly is. Fantasy football makes you watch games you wouldn't otherwise watch and know where obscure players play that you wouldn't otherwise know about. Real fantasy football heads know exactly who Tyler Boyd and Jamison Crowder are. They up to speed on Chase Claypool, DeAndre Swift, and James Robinson, even if they didn't make the playoffs. Darren Waller is a household name, and so is Young Ho Koo. <laughs> it's just things you know. That's why when I saw a picture of my dog Chris Carson next to the headline of felony domestic violence, it hit a little different. That dude that bought me fantasy success in the past, and I genuinely like his game. Imagine how relieved and pissed I was when I found out my dog hadn't actually done anything. But they still chose to pick a uh, picture of his teammate, a white dude, with him in it to display. The media be thinking they slick. And black folks ain't wrong for calling them out. That shit was foul. If my white co-worker goes and robs the bank or storms the Capitol, I know damn well they better not put a picture of me and him from the office party on Yahoo (laughs) saying one of them boys committed a crime. At its most innocent, it's negligent. But at its most nefarious, it's racist. Chad Wheeler was arrested Saturday for leaving injury to his black girlfriend's arms and face. It was bonded out for $400,000 this week. Chad Wheeler was cut by the Seattle Seahawks. Chad Wheeler thought his old lady was dead on the bed and continued to eat his dinner and said, wow, you still alive? <laughs> While sipping on a smoothie. Chris Carson didn't do none of that shit. But there he is on the picture under the headline and all that bullshit. So guess what? I ain't got nothing nice to say about black man smoke screens for white boy crimes. So I won't say nothing at all. Hey, you got to make it look good some kind of way, man. So it was a picture of Chris Carson and Chad Wheeler. Chris Carson scoring big touchdown with the ball in his hand. And that man behind him. We're not going to find a picture just by himself. Yes, they did. (laughs) After a while. But they're like, listen, just throw it out there with the black man. One of y'all did it. (laughs) And that's big crazy. That, That boy say, wow. You still alive? You still living? Oh shit! And who told you to still be living? His little no, he, no, no. His he's like, oh, she tough as fuck. <laughs> like, god damn! I thought I'd be. I thought you did. Like, yeah, that's. I saw that story. That was crazy. That was crazy. Oh, but it's, they say they blew off the meds, though, huh? Yeah, that's what they say. But you know, yeah, they don't... I don't hear that often when with, with Josh Gordon. That nobody cares. They even go do the research about his meds. They don't give a damn about his meds. He's black. Don't care about your meds. And you Bro, can't I swear. No, you no talk, like, and not to go through the, go down the, the, the Josh Gordon rabbit hole, but Josh Gordon, I didn't hear, I didn't see that headline so much that Josh Gordon is getting suspended this year that Josh Gordon gotta be 40 years old. <laughs> but I'm looking right now and Josh Gordon is 29. Yeah. That's insane. I feel like that man played one, two years and been suspended every other season. Because he's got a mental problem. Mm -hmm. Man can't stay off that dope. I thought you said get right. That man can't can't get right. right. But he can't stay off that dopamine, Scudden. And that is a mental problem. And that is worth more sympathy than somebody beating the shit out of their head. Well, well, okay, well, let's, 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 let's play devil's advocate. Maybe. Whatever real problem he has, that we helps him with that. <laughs> I well, mean, I, j- I just thought that the 
I thought that the NFL stopped was, testing for that like, shit, huh? Well, I just thought that they like was a little bit more lenient with it. So it did surprise me this year. I don't know a whole lot about the about him and his story, but I'm just saying I just thought that it, that they was looking, you know, turning a blind eye to that. Well, yeah, that weed. hold on, it's it's, st- it's still weed, right? I think so. Okay, but I think that man smoked all the weed. That's fine though, as long as he, he that man still, is weed. Yeah, but I mean, but he might. But I'm saying he might need it though. Like he might need that. You know what I mean, like, like some dude, like he might have, he might have that boy might. <laughs> weed. You can't stay off the weed. weed, but no, nah, he might, he might, he might need that to function. Like he might have PTSD from his childhood or something. You just never know. Like bad anxiety, weed helped them people with that stuff. Yeah, it it, it was a uh, so I, I do know this. I'm looking it up, but I know, I know that <laughs> that man. Back like his day. brother died. Didn't his brother die this season? Go ahead. You about to say something funny? No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, that I'm back in the day, like you, he had said at one point in time in his career, he never played a game drunk or off that weed or off something. So he was drinking too. Like he had a bunch of, he had a, a bunch of issues. So I don't know if it's just that weed anymore. It might. Be wait a minute. Wait a minute. If they ain't gonna lie, if, they can still, if he can play as good as he plays drunk, that's impressive. Let me tell you something. You remember Chelo I just want to say this. Shit. Oh uh, I want well, to say this. Well, Peel. No, nah, it wasn't Cello. It was oh, well, Cello, but Cello didn't play as good as, as Josh Gordon. Peel played high. Uh, what's the other nigga name? The big swole dude. Uh, KP. KP. Nah, he full of that dope. You know what I'm saying? KP. Sober. Nah, nah. KP. That boy. He say he, he say he can't he can't ride in the car without smoking weed. Look, Lowe's sober. I think I could play JUCO. <laughs> <laughs> nah, drunk, I, I think I could play. I think I could play uh, FCS in, in a mirror. Oh, FCS. No, oh no, cause I'm nice drunk. I'm nice. Drunk. <laughs> I'm nice drunk. So I know me and Josh Gordon got a lot in common because <laughs> he was cold when he was drunk, and I think I'm a lot better at sports when I'm drunk. Okay. Well, I, 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 I actually see a lot you, of people uh, think play. they are a lot better at a lot of things when they. Yeah. Drunk. No, no. I, I mean, I, I will say this about Roger. I saw you play flag football. Um, out for off uh, like four, maybe five crazy nights in a row, and you you didn't look bad. They say, they say you threw up after we left, but while I was there, you know, and we stayed up all night that last night too. You didn't. You wasn't. You wasn't bad. I was kind of impressed a little bit. Now, do I think that transfers to shoulder pads? Nah, but I'm just saying, like when I saw you, I was like, "Oh, Roger, pretty good at this." I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Well, the good thing about growing up is uh, you don't have to be good at shoulder pads. You just got to be good at going to work and getting money. But, and, and we can okay. all hypothetically talk about what we could have been. That's the good thing about True. being old, couldn't okay? like, yeah. yeah. We could surmise about how hey. we could hey. have played what? NAI. What? <laughs> yeah. I should but you know what? But, you know, I had, a, I had a thought about this the other day, though, um, to go along with that thought, honestly. That, um, Cotton, having referees and, like, shot clocks, and people care about the different things. And, boy. No, 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 no. You don't, don't, don't stop me. And having people care about you playing sports and shit for most people, cutting is from when you're about eight to about twenty-one, maybe thirteen years. Um, for most, I'm saying that's not even most people. That's for some people. For most people, it's about eight to eighteen, ten years of your life. 
Um, and I started thinking, couldn't everybody likes for the shot clock to be going on with refs and everything else? Couldn't there should even be even a larger market for adult sports, Cutting? Because because there's so many more years after when you're 21 years old that you want to have the clock on. I mean, shit. Los and I played in the um, <laughs> basketball league for years. Roger played flag football. Hey, now nah, MVP. Right? There's MVP. no reason why the snow cherry picker. But there's no, no. reason. <laughs> he mad. He makes them way faster than him. That's all I was. Yeah. Okay. Los. We can we can we can disre- we can disregard reality. We can just talk about speed. Speed is awesome. So in that line of thinking, Roger would have been the MVP of our league too, because he's nah, just he, as, he's no. just as fast as you. Nah, he would have made he would have made it. it's me is one on one. Okay, you got to make. So the next thing I was talking about with the um, Chris Carson Damn, situation boy, is hey, how the media that was twelve years ago how the media um, speaks about. That the, the white guy and the and the and the black okay stop I'm sorry I can go back and talk about it I'm still on that <laughs> road of, but what what bothers you about the fact that I said Rogers fast too and on that same team which I played on if Roger mm. was running out with outlet passes Roger would have averaged a a commensurate amount with you that season I still would have I would have had more points than Roger I'm not saying <laughs> if you and Roger were on the same team. I'm saying hey, if I'm, I didn't pick you, I picked Roger to play that same position. I'm not saying we would have been better. I'm just he saying got league, Roger would have got, got those MVP. points. He, he got yes, MVP. he would have. Absolutely. No. No. Los, you know those buckets wasn't hard buckets. You didn't shoot a jump for the whole season. You know I have to. Make layups. <laughs> Roger, could you sit to. at the top of the key at the 2-3 and run out and make layups? <laughs> So, couldn't I mean? I, look, let me tell you like this. I'm not that good. I'm not that good in basketball. Okay, I I do think I could have played uh, D1 NAIA. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not that good. I would have fucked. I would have messed up. Let me, t- let me tell you something. My the, the reason why I know this to be true. Okay, so that's that's being very transparent, Raj, and I appreciate yeah, that. The only reason I be saying that is because I remember one game. We remember they had that team lost the Blue Mambas. And it was Ooh. terrible. And we beat them boys like 100 to 20. Hey, um, like, that hey, game listen. in like the I second like quarter. 20. No, no, no. <laughs> like 20. Yeah, Roger had like, no, no. Los had like 20 in, the, in like the first eight minutes. And, <laughs> and I went over there and said, no, fuck that. I'm going to play at the top of the key with Los. Yes. This is and I had about 28 that game. <laughs> so that's the, that, so I know that anybody running out would have scored. That, no, that was the, that's the part Lowe's not though. telling you. It sounds like that, I'm hating, yeah. but that's the part Lowe's not telling you. I know. Really, if y'all wasn't hating, I could have had like 60 that game. Oh, yeah. We stopped that. <laughs> that boy would not give me the ball no more. That's fine. No way. We're no, not going to no, let no. you score 70 points. And then at no, the end so of the listen. season... He was the league MVP because they looked at the score sheets. Los was averaging like twenty five a game. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. I was just running the lane, man, and it, running the lane one on one with a dude. Whoever got back one on one with him is I was still jumping. I used I to like that though. We, we could still play because men lie, women lie, numbers don't. I was the third highest leading scorer in mm-hmm. the first three seasons we played. People don't think yeah. like you and Charlie was one and two and I always was the yeah. third highest. I used to score by six people, 14, 15 a game. Mm-hmm. Just get up and down the court, man, do my thing. I miss my health. That was slim. That was, that was slim out too. 
yeah. Like you just said, that was 2012, brother. That yeah. was shit nine years ago. I was, <laughs> we was in I'm our twenties. Yeah, I about to say, I was still jumping in, boy. It was Josh ahead. Gordon age, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should leave that. Go, go, do uh, other stuff and go to work. Fine, like wasn't nothing going on. Yeah, damn, man, it's a lot, man. Listen, I'm we we've given y'all a more of an extended clip than I wanted to. Raj, you heard about that story though? I was kind of going there, but I kind of stopped. That story about so say what went on in that B. About them boys uh, shooting each other? No, cutting. Ooh, cutting. Oh, no, no, no. The niche, the niche, niche stuff? Niche stuff. Okay, so let me tell you this. I, I, one thing that I do, I, you know, we don't like Facebook news, but I did get some Facebook news, but I didn't get the elaboration. So all I saw was something wild happened at niche, and I saw something about Miss Kitty. So I don't know nothing else. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, so this is the story. I got the story from, like, some people that I know who, like, work at the school that a substitute teacher, 18-year-old white boy, was on campus. They had a, bl- a blackout. Uh, they didn't send the kids home. That man went sneak in the classroom with two little girls, a little black girl and a little white girl, and another student walked in and caught both of them doming that man up. What? Wow. That man was an 18-year-old who had just went to the school bef- the year before. And mm-hmm. substituting, and that's that's the story. And everybody like is like, man, if that was my daughter's, blah blah blah. I don't care how old he was. I didn't hear all of the stories. I didn't hear everything. Boom. You, you could be eighteen Just, and substitute. Yeah, I was eighteen substituting that too. So. I was as well at niche. At niche too. Jeez. Yep, absolutely. Um, thing is, and Westgate. Um, KLFY TV ten. Social media rumors about alleged misconduct involving niche teacher found unsubstantiated came out mm-hmm. today. Rumors of a student teacher sexual misconduct recently circulating on social media don't hold up, according to the school's administration. Um, the police department said they would not be looking into it because it is not substantiated. Cut! I'm 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 just looking at the stories right now, cut. And obviously, this was on That's crazy. on social media, though, cutting like a co- bunch of comments. They they got a video on KLFY. Y'all want it? Cover up. Sad. Y'all think he can go, he can still go out and do this? Like it's a whole bunch of people saying, um, cutting like people saying it's. I haven't seen one news report, mugshot, or none of the above about the substitutes from Nish. I wonder why. It's gonna be a big black white thing, cutting. Like because it, they was said, the substitute black or white? White, white boy. Okay. Um, I mean, my first thought was, we don't know if it happened. We don't know what happened. But if a student caught him, then honestly, really, all they got to do is say, "Cutting." That's not what we was doing. Like, if both of the little girls say, "No, that's not what they was doing," and he say, "That's not what they was doing." Cutting, you can't really say that that's what they was doing because that's one versus three, I would think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you don't have no, you know, if, if all three of them say no, no, that, that didn't happen, and one person says yes, you don't have any, you know, evidence. So I don't know what video they saying circulating, cutting, but it's just such a wild thing, right? Like, I feel like this, uh, 
I mean, I feel like you can't have that much smoke without fire, cutting. Like, everybody was talking about it. I heard, like, some videos of kids from senior high, like, talking about, ooh, that's wild how they, they the, the a police came arrest the substitute just now at school. Like, I heard students saw videos of that yesterday. And then today it's like, hey, ain't nothing. They ain't happening. Chill out. Oh, oh, his people know somebody, man, you know. It's all about who you know in the towns, man, Louisiana. I think so. It's all about how you know, bro. You need, <laughs> it's all about who you know. You know the right person, bro. You good. We talked about this many a times that whole, and I think I talked about this situation before, that I was 18-year-old, substituting at the high school, and when I talked about these student-teacher relationships. Um, there's so many ways to view this. Um, do I think it's morally wrong for if he was 18 for him to be messing with girls that was in high school? No. Do I think it's wrong? Yes. Do I think that once you hire somebody at 18 years old or not to be a substitute teacher, they need to have some ethics and morals about themselves and they mm-hmm. are getting paid to be there. And at its simplest, that's illegal and you should go to jail for that. If that's what was taking place. If it wasn't taking place, shouldn't put yourself in a position to be caught out, caught out there like that. Cutting. That's like, Cutting, I'm not going to be in the room with two little girls with the lights off, Cutting. No. <laughs> well, Cutting, I mean, what I just, what I don't understand, like, I mean, like you said, the whole wrong and morally wrong thing, Cutting, like, why are y'all doing that at school? Like, just go do y'all thing one, after school, Cutting. You are 18, man. Come on. You're still a child. Shouldn't let you substitute at 18 years I'm, old. But still, uh, well, I mean, still in all, you 18 and you still a child. They don't. You still gotta have some like I feel like you gotta I feel like they don't let just any eighteen year old be a substitute. You gotta be you a, gotta know a somebody eighteen year old. Get, say it again. You gotta know somebody. Yeah, somebody okay, well maybe he knows somebody, but still yeah. I feel like those people the, the people vouching for you, like when I was a sub, they had people vouching for me. You yeah. know, and like when Al was a sub, they had people vouching for him. Like they Mama wasn't ran just the whole like, school. I'm a random eighteen year old. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. It would have been wild if they had caught me up wilding with some students cutting when I was there. And don't act like when I was 18, substituting that senior high, that little girls wasn't hollering. Oh, and I went, 18. I was in college and I had yeah. went to that school the year before. Yeah. yeah. So what's Poor up? What you be doing? What it's like at school, man? Blah, blah, blah. This is my number. Mm-hmm. Cutting, but I'm not about to kill at school. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like Everybody don't think like you, though. <laughs> right. Hey, Los, let me... Let me even take it. Let me take it a, 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 um, a step deeper. When I was a sub at Nish, my old lady went to Nish. Hmm. That was that was there. Like so, I'm a sub. I'm 18, and my old lady was at Nish. Oh, you killed at school. At <laughs> nah, school, I, was, <laughs> I did not kill at school. I was I'm just playing, man. Gonna be in them in Nish, smashing nobody's door. Cutting. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. Cutting, the days of you being able to kill something at school, cutting, were over when you graduated from school. Now, exactly. if you was a senior, you could kill at school, cutting. Exactly. You can't kill at school once you're not, <laughs> once you don't go there no sell. more, cutting. No. Once you're yeah, you got to know that. Unless you're killing another teacher, but that's a whole nother podcast. Mm. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that's not even news, cutting. That ain't even <laughs> news, cutting. Teachers caught having sex on desk. Okay. <laughs> teachers, teachers that's porn. Spread. That's not even. Yeah, that's 
that's that's text porn. That's not that ain't news. <laughs> that's reg- That's that's everyday life. That's uh, yeah. That's erotica. Make sure the janitor's not coming. Lock the door. Turn off the light in here. <laughs> that's the best. Got some construction paper. Some construction <laughs> to put over the window. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. Good night, She. Cut, but um, man, we gonna we gonna keep we gonna keep monitoring that. <laughs> Los, nobody becomes a black male teacher for fifteen years like you. <laughs> you better be quiet <laughs> without killing on campus. <laughs> niggas don't make it. Los, niggas don't make it three years, much less <laughs> three years. That's a long time. <laughs> We talking about adults too oh, now. Like, don't yeah, get yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about adults. <laughs> talking about adults. We're talking about the consenting adult teachers. <laughs> of grown people. <laughs> we're not talking about children. Hey, man. Listen. I'm, let, let me change the subject before we get in trouble. Let's leave out of here with funny. this, man. What I noticed, um, I, I put this out, man. I, I don't give a damn two dams about the Super Bowl. Whatever. It is what it is. Nah. Uh, but they got a buku black coordinators. Which which one of these things is the, the three y'all think is kind of the liveest? One... They got Buku Black offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators on both teams. AB and Le'Veon Bell are both in the Super Bowl and not Big Ben. <laughs> that's the that's the liveest thing. And uh, Leonard Fournette, Clyde Edwards-Elair, Honey Badger, Devin White, Darrell Williams, and Kevin Minter. Ooh. Six LSU Tigers, more than any okay. other team, is represented that, yeah, in the Super Bowl. That's that's one that's one B right there. I just think. The the fact that AB and what you call it, well AB number one AB is in there. That's crazy. Uh, that's one A and one B to me right there. Either one, the, the second one, either one. AB I, I, and what I'm you go, call it. I'm gonna go with the uh, with the first one with the black coaches, with especially with the with the lack of black coaches in the uh, in the NFL. I yeah. think that that's huge. That is. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I tell saw you that at I the beginning there. of the year, though, like that that yeah. uh, Bruce so Arians had hired all black coordinators, and mm-hmm. I wanted them to do good because of that. It just, I hate that it was at our expense, but I wanted them. Yeah. to do yes. good. I guess for me, I'm like, man, yeah, ain't nobody, all them black coordinators, nobody trying to make them head coaches. That sucks. The Texans just <laughs> so like, I, I so 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 with me. So for me, I guess I like, I'm like, man, you know. Uh, but if I look I'm at everybody who I just named, I want y'all to check this out. Uh, you got Leonard Fournette, Devin White, mm-hmm. and Kevin Minter on one side. And then mm-hmm. you got Daryl Williams, Honey Badger, and Edward Zillow on the other side. You got mm-hmm. Le'Veon with them boys, and you got A.B. Yeah. with them other boys. And then yeah. the coordinators, you got like Bienemy with one team, and you got like Byron Leffert. Byron Leffert, Cutting if there's yeah. cutting if there's any dope. doubt that you should be gone for the Chiefs, cutting out of those yeah. <laughs> like putting those people up against each other, cutting. I'm honestly the 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 the, the Buccaneers have are clowns, cutting, <laughs> and the Chiefs <laughs> have are people I like more. I like Le'Veon Bell way more than AB, cutting. I like all three of the LSU. I like Honey Badger so much more than um, Fournette, cutting. <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah. just across the board. That's all. Yeah. yeah, we're going for the Chiefs, man. Forget the. Um... I feel you. I'm going for the Chiefs as well. I like the Chiefs, <laughs> and and the Chiefs got a black quarterback, so you know, yeah. not named Tom Brady, and a black so tight I, end, uh, cutting, and a black tight end. You heard me. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm going. I'm definitely going for the for the Chiefs, and I'm I intend on making a lot of money. So no, hey, I'm gonna have to call you during the game so I know when you live betting. 
<laughs> Send me some money, cut. I'll put I, it on. Yeah, I need, I need to get on there. That's how I got these bitcoins. I, I uh. <laughs> 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 you gotta place yourself at the right place at the right time, my brother. You gotta put yourself around the right people, boss. <laughs> yes, how it is, man. <laughs> and send the money on time. Hey, you good? Y'all, thanks for all of the shout outs and all the rest of that stuff, man. I'm, I'm still over here praying for a speedy recovery, so put one up for you, boy, if you don't. If you ain't already, Hail Mary. Man. And until the next time, man, y'all have a great weekend. Make it a best friend weekend. Bow, 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 bow. And we out. I was about to call by like that's fucked up. Ha, 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 ha.